This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. We have four different types of rum, right? And it is, we have the dark the blonde, the Marquesas, um, and the all-new Sherry cask, which is phenomenal. They're all phenomenal, but decisions, you know, they're, they're all a little distinct and everything like that. You can have one of one now and one of one later, and who knows? Yeah, let's who knows? We're, We'll be here. We're going to be here for like the next five hours doing this day. Right. Buckle up, everybody. When the, when the rum gets flying. Right. So just let's do the Marquesas. Yes. How about that? All right. You're the expert here. I am the right, John. I am the rum expert now. You are. And even you put look, look time how in. look how proud George Paul Roma would be of me. <laughs> yeah, he's looking at it quickly. Like I did opening that. that. I did have problems to a point where he came onto the show and uh, here this little souvenir from oh, the show. Thank you. Special release. I'll frame this by my bed. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, then the next time he came on the show because George has been on the show like five times. Yes. And then the second time he came on, he, he brought me a bottle with instructions on it, how to open it. So, oh, yeah, that was a little <laughs> tough pill to swallow, right? I mean, it worked. So. Look at look at you. Yep. You've come it, so far. He's so, so proud of sometimes you. Sometimes you need to be shamed into an education. <laughs> I've been there. Right. So here we are podcasting. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming to see me. Oh, delicious. It's good, right? Thanks for having me. Yep. Thanks for being here. Already. See? <laughs> so here we are. So you don't hear you want to hear a funny thing is? All right. So everyone can hear the beeping, right? So we're right off of Atlantic Boulevard. Literally, Atlantic Boulevard is about 20 feet away from us. Mm-hmm. And we were here this weekend, and this is our first weekend opening the store. Right. So we're like still kind of getting used to being open because we were here for two months and the windows have been papered. So if anyone's watched this show. <laughs> right so they'll probably see like a new light right of of how everything looks in here so right. 
But the thing is, on the weekends, the bridge goes up every half an hour. So we literally have a captive audience just like standing there oh. for like five minutes. So I'm oh. like, we got to do something with that. I don't have a watch on right now. Yeah. Yeah. So for like, for like St. Patrick's Day next up. year, because it was just St. Patrick's Day, which is our anniversary of our company. And so we just turned, Harris and I turned two, right? <laughs> That's so <laughs> Together, appropriate. Right? Yeah. Harris and I turned two. So we're like next year, I want to dress everybody up as leprechauns for St. Patrick's Day. And when the bridge goes up, just a bunch of leprechauns <laughs> just runs out in the traffic and starts giving everyone like 5% off coupons. That's epic. What do you think? Absolutely. Good? I mean, are you asking me to be the leprechaun? Yes. Because you're like, what do you think? Oh, that would be great. I felt like that's where that was going. You so. do like the Irish jig and everything like that and run out there. I am Irish. Yeah. Are you Irish? Yes, I am. Okay. Oh, look at that. Very fitting. There you go. Once again, yeah. we got to do that because- For sure. You know, for the green. Yeah. So, all right. We're have you been today. to Ireland? I have not been to Ireland. Oh, come on. You gotta go. You been? Absolutely. Twice. Oh, absolutely. Twice. Come on. It's like, so now if you're Irish. Big. I know. No. Okay. That was harsh. It's number one on our list. I feel like you would have such go. an appreciation. I've never been out of the country. Well, on that side of the world. Okay. I, I've Are been, you, I've been, my face I've was been, like. I've been out of the country all over this side of the world, but okay. not there. that side of the world. Right. You know what I mean? So I've never been to Europe. I've never been to Japan or Australia or anything like that. Probably because there's no like sailfish or blue marlin in Italy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm just going to, well, they got dolphins swimming through Venice now, apparently since, ever since the water's been clean, but I didn't know that. Yeah. So, but I don't see you going on a dolphin sightseeing tour. <laughs> no, no, not going to happen. We do that down too much in the keys anyway. Right. Pull them into your wake. But now I know why. Cause normally in like fishing families are just like, you know, water families, you travel, you think you're going to get away from your norm. No, you travel to where, you know, oh, you want to go on vacation, go fishing? You're like, yep, mm -hmm. sounds great. Yeah, absolutely. That That's, that's where, you know, what else is there? Like anytime you go on a vacation, you know, I got two little kids, right? Seven and 10, right? Take your time, by the way, on like the kid thing. Right. I thought you meant my drink. No, I was no, like, no, 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 I was like, it's just a really good drink. But like, they want to go to Disney all the time and we got to do that. And it's fun and we enjoy it and everything like that. But you know, the best trips are when, like you're saying, like when you could take them on excursion and, you know, get out on the water and everything like that. Yeah, so, for sure. All right. So I'm going to formally introduce you. So we're here today with Lexi Creary. Right. Um, should I say of HMY Yachts? Yeah. Right. And good friend of the studio. And thank you for coming to uh, visit us here on Connected by Water, presented by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, and fueled by Papa's Pilar Rum. Yes. So, yeah. So happy to be here. Thanks. So excited to see this new place. What do you think? Oh my, mind blowing! Just like staring at all of these unbelievable paintings behind you, and uh, definitely here to shop. Yeah. Half here to talk oh, to nice. you. Half here to shop. All right. Cool. Yeah. We're um. I'm happy that it, we have, we finally have this gallery, not even just for me, but for Liz too, just mm -hmm. to have her work up and up and out because until now it's all been kind of like, you know, when I usually do a commission, it's like, or a painting, it's usually just gone and then we'll make the prints and everything like that. So we don't ever put them out or up and now we have a place to put them out. No. It's incredible. So, yeah. And I like the variety a lot, but it makes it hard to pick. Yeah. Really that's hard. Good. That's good. Great problem to have. Yeah, that's good. That's why you just get. A couple. One thing I want to bring up today is the fact that you're starting a podcast. I am. Right? I am. 
So, and it's what's called from the bridge? From the flybridge. From the flybridge. Okay. And now take me through a little bit of that experience in starting up your podcast. You're, you've just completed episode one, right? Yeah. So we're live. It's so exciting. Okay. Um, I'm very passionate about this project. And the way it started was HMY approached me a couple months ago, Rachel from business development. She's like, Hey, you know, the team's talking and we want to do a podcast and we think that you would be the perfect host. I agree. By the way. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, of course they always do this to me in passing, you know, like, it's not like, Oh, we're going to have a meeting, you know, like you're on the way to a showing or you're on the way to like, you're yeah. at a boat or something. And so of course it's like, like by the passing. way, you're doing this kind of thing. Yeah. It's a question, but you can tell it's not a question. <laughs> mm -hmm. It happens to me a lot. It's really funny. That's a great point that you, that you recognize that. So they say, I think you'd be a really great host because you know, you grew up in the Keys, you have the fishing aspect, you know, a lot of the fishermen in the industry, you know, a lot of the respected teams, the tournament side of it, but you also specialize in motor yachts. So you can really appease to a large crowd and, you know, relate. And when I'm talking to these guests, you know, I can understand their lingo. When we go deep into tournament talk, you know, mm -hmm. we're talking uh, tackle, we're talking what pound line, one pound test, like all these different things. I'm not lost in the conversation. So they're right. You know, they're like, I think you'd be perfect for this. And I was like, yeah. And initially you're like, heck yes, this is so awesome. You don't realize the work it goes into it. So like hats off to you, like incredible where you're at. That's where we aspire to be. Oh, so thanks. that's why like, I'm happy to be a part of I don't put a lot of work today. into it. I really don't though. I gotta be honest with you. John does. Okay. I don't really. Well, so okay. Um, no, props to your team. <laughs> no, we do, we do. We do actually put a lot. Of, we, we, we actually work hard at making it look like we don't put a lot of work into it. But like people don't it's, realize it's kind of that it's thing. really yeah. tough, right? Yeah. No, it's, it's a lot of learning. You know, I can be honest with you when we first started it, um, I, th I feel like we started off with a bang by bringing in um, Sarah and Vinny Lasorsa. Mm -hmm. They had just gotten done building the last mango, you know, with and everything like that. Right. And, um, you know, and we wanted the spotlight Freedom Fighter Outdoors because that's always the big thing about our studio is like the one big beneficiary that we try to help out always is the veterans. Mm -hmm. um, so we wanted to make that a point right away that that's what we're all about. Love that. And, um, you know, and, you know, Vinny and Captain Vinny's a great friend of mine. They've, for those of you that don't know, it's a Jimmy Buckets boat captain. Um, and so we felt like we really started off strong. Um, and then I know like on Jimmy Wicket was one of our early guests and, you know, I love Jimmy to death and, you know, and we had some really strong people like right out, out of the gate. And, um, but I look back on the podcasts then and I look back at how good they go now. There's definitely a lot of learning to mm -hmm. be had on, you know, just little things that you can't predict. Yes. You know, and, and it's tough to even to like explain to people because with it, you know, you just got to kind of live through it mm -hmm. and understand. And all I can say is like, if you want to quit after 10 episodes because you just don't feel like it's going right, then you probably should because maybe you're not meant to do it. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? But if you really want to do it, you, you can make it happen and push through all that. Yeah. And your show is going to take on a life of its own because at the end of the day, it's really just like an extension of yourself. Yes. It's really, and I think if you take that mindset and just make it an extension of yourself, then it's going to eventually just come out naturally. Yeah. When and I it's say it's the difficult. the best advice I could give, you know, and about that. What, what, what I I've learned in a short period of time, at least. I mean, you say short period of time, but it's like so successful. What episode is this? 70 what? 78? I think so, it's 78. 70, 70, 77 or 78. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
So I hope I'm setting a seat one day saying this is episode 78. I think that's you awesome. Will be. You will be. I see it. I see it happening because when I tell you that it's difficult, it's because you get so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I was approached, I said, yes, I sat down. I'm like, what's the vision I want for this? You know, what do I want people to take away from this? How can people benefit from this? How can this be not just any old podcast? How can this change someone's life? Literally like that. If one person can listen to one episode and go home and do something different that day or book a trip to Australia because they just listened to that, you know, that there's granders there and they've never been to Lizard Island before. And they come home and either say to their family, we're going to Lizard Island to go black marlin fishing, or they do it themselves or put it on their bucket list. So I got so excited. And then now that it's here, cause we're a couple months into the making and mm-hmm. we just had the launch in the first episode, I have so much pride behind it because, you know, our hearts are in it and, I'm there for the right reasons and I'm meeting the most amazing people and learning more about people that I already know. Mm-hmm. And it's different. So from the Flybridge is every aspect of yachting. So we have tournament fishing, the sport fishing crowd, but then we have the motor yacht um, traveling, like all of their stories, which is incredible where they go. And then it's also about business tycoons. These mm-hmm. yacht owners how did you get to where you are? You spend your weekends on a $3 million sport fish as a hobby. And we all know that's not cheap at all. Like, how did you get to this place? And I just, I love hearing their stories. I'm so ate up with it and I'm so excited about it. It's really such a good point you bring up about the people, like the the, the boat owners in particular. Because um, you do wonder that all the time. It's like, because people always wonder, they put themselves in their shoes like, how the hell do I get to a point in my life where I'm owning that right. huge thing? Right. Yeah. And, and it's kind of a weird, weird question. And it's like, well, I'm sure, you know, everyone's going to say a lot of hard work. Right. But we always say that on this show that I could care less about the, you know, movie stars in Hollywood and people that TMZ follows around that we're being told these are the people you need to pay attention to. Right. So part of the focus on our show, one of the biggest focuses on our show is like, no, this is where I grew up. There's amazing people here that are doing things that you could only dream of doing in your lifetime. Like those guys, mm-hmm. like the captains, like, you know, the Skip Smiths over here. And like just that world is such an alien planet to, to so many people. Yes. And that's really what, no, that's what I wanted to highlight. That's what I wanted. That's what I saw growing up. And that's what I wanted to show people. That's what I wanted to feature, you know? And that's what the show is all about. For I mean, sure. I mean, connected by water is more than that, you know, because you like you could feature everyone from just the kid that grew up, you know, snook bridge snook fishing to, yes. to the to the biggest guy, you know, fishing the biggest marlin tournament in the world. And we've done all that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I love about the broadness of our show because it ties together and brings together so many people. You know what I mean? But it's really interesting that you bring that up about, um, you know. Like, where did that come from? How did you get to that point? It's like, you know, it's, it's mind boggling sometimes. So that, that's real. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I mean, when you're sitting in the cockpit and you're lucky enough to be invited fishing, you know, I've, I've had the privilege of fishing on the Viking demo boat and fishing with a lot of great teams. And my favorite thing is, is sitting in the cockpit, you know, you're looking at the guy next to you, like, like, tell me about yourself, like, you know, and what's your, what's your favorite day fishing. And it's just so natural the way you get talking and, Sometimes they talk about their family and why, you know, fishing has been so important to them. Sometimes they talk about 
you know, their rags to riches story and how they worked their way from nothing to become, you know, somebody who can have this experience. Mm -hmm. I want to hear from the guy that walks down the dock in Levi's. You have no idea that he owns, you know, that boat. I I love it. Like, right. Those are the type of people that we get to, like you said, be around every day. Thousand percent. I mean, a guy like Mike Lamb is, is the perfect example where, you know, listen, Mike Lamb can bury all of them. Right. But he doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? He's the most humble guy you could ever meet. Um, you know, he comes into the studio, he's good for, anyway, he's client, he's a friend, you know, the whole thing like that. We do a lot of work for him. So he'll come into the studio and he'll be like, Hey, what's up, Dennis? You know what I mean? And we'll just, you know, he'll sit down and he'll just talk through some stuff. And, you know, I just, I said to him one day, I'm like, you know, you'd never know it. And he, you know, or, Oh yeah, this is what it was. So we're doing a design for him and he wanted it to be like a coat of arms mm-hmm. kind of thing, right. For the Island Rover. And we were just going through that design. And so I kind of pulled the lamb family crest from the internet to just to kind of take a look at it. And I showed it to him and I'm like, so listen, I thought I had a great idea. I'm like, I pulled your family crest. And I'm like, maybe we can make it look like that and coincide it with this and everything like that. And he's like, Oh, he's like, is that my family crest? <laughs> right. And I'm like, what, what, are you British or you like, what, like, I don't know. I'm like, what is this? Like I pulled this off and it's, you know, the whole, you know, this is your family. Crest, is this the right? first time he's seeing his family crest? And he goes like this. This is <laughs> he's exact, like, oh, that's what it looks like. Right. He goes, this cool. is what he goes. I don't know where we're from, man. We're hillbillies. We're, 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 we're from, we're from Tennessee. But right? I, don't, I don't know if I'm English or whatever. Like I'm Tennessee. Like I'm just here for today, but thanks for the history lesson. Yeah. Or whatever he said he was from, but yeah. So They're that's the, the kind of, that's, and that's the guy that like his, he could pull the, do you know who I am? Yes. Any, at any time he wanted to, but he, you'll never hear that come out of his mouth. And uh, I love yeah. that. And that's, that to me is the salt of the earth aspect of, of this industry mm-hmm. too, because you're going to get guys like that. Oh, you, they're there. You know, they're there. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Pound for pound. If you're walking the walk on the water, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's a little down home in you somewhere. I agree. Absolutely. So. Take me through your first episode. Like, I want to hear, like, all your your head, your mind going into it. Like, what are you thinking? You Scott Levin was your first yeah, episode. Yeah, did you listen okay, to it? Okay, so that, that's starting off with a good one. Yeah. Right? So take me through how that went for you. Okay, you can tell by the smile on my face. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. And that's, this is why I've gotten so into this podcast is I, I just, like, I, when that, I think of that episode, I smile. So going into it, I'm like... God, I hope I can capture what I know that Scott has experienced in his life and I can help people visualize this Mm -hmm. and actually paint this picture of him traveling around the world. So we brought on Scott Levin. He's now a broker with HMY, but when he was 20 years old, he got a job on the Madam and the Hooker, which is everyone knows, you know, the famous Captain Skip Smith, um, who I've actually worked for before in, um, in his tournaments. And he takes us on his travels around the world, how he got that job though. Mm-hmm. And everyone's got to go listen because you wouldn't believe how Scott got the job at 20 years old and how he just called up from a magazine ad for the charter Get out. and how it started to it's how it finished. And it would like blow your mind. Cause I'm just like, what? Like, I know that Scott's been around the world. I know mm-hmm. this and I'm focusing on, on making sure everyone can visualize like, he talks about granders, multiple granders racing at his transom. Like he's seen some of the most epic fishing like there's been of all time. So I'm just so engaged the whole time. So what am I thinking? I'm thinking, 
I already know some of these things Don't and I'm going to be more engaged. <laughs> True. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he's you just can't, so by easy. the way, it's not possible. Um, I'm going to keep rolling with that. We're, sorry, we're on a really sorry. great, I'm, I'm totally breaking we're your train on, of thought there. We're, no, we're on a great roll. I'm just hoping that we keep going with that. So, so far it's been great. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, yeah, that I don't screw anything up, but I was just, I was leaned in, you know, to a story alone that, so I knew that everybody else would be. So just keeping him rolling with that and then evolving into his life now transitioning into being a broker. Like, I love that he said something that I relate to so much. And he was like, you go from being this well-respected fisherman. He holds 17 world records. He talks about it on the podcast and he's like, and then you go into being a salesman. Like you're a salesman and everyone's body's like, Whoa, like Mm -hmm. you're trying to sell me something, you know? And it's not like that. Like these captains that have become brokers and the reason this is a soft spot in my heart is that's my dad's transition. I grew up as a sport fishing captain's daughter and saw him behind, you know, the wheel and being an incredible fisherman. He holds the record for the second largest black marlin ever caught in the world. I, you know, he's obviously my favorite fisherman, Mm -hmm. but he did the same transition into becoming a yacht broker. And I watched him um, explain that to me, how he was received a little different in the beginning, going from, you know, your, your captain buddy friend to like, now a salesman and they do trust you more than a normal salesman, but they feel like there is a switch takes a little bit of time. And then finally they're like, actually you're a huge asset. Like when I'm broke down out there, you're the guy I can call to actually like get this fixed and actually be like the whole package. They finally come around to like, you're actually a huge benefit. And it's, it's empath- not a- empathy and a understanding. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I mean, I guess to draw a parallel to it. I can kind of relate to that because um, you know, with painting fish and just doing apparel design and, 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 you know, whatever, I mean, to run the gamut of everything that we do here creatively, I mean, it's important to be a fisherman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that I get out nearly as much as most of the other guys that we deal with because I'm, I'm here all right. the time. You know what I mean? I'm not on the water every day. You know what I mean? I'm bringing guys on this show that I'll never fish like as much in my lifetime as they do in one year. You know, yeah, that kind of thing, or, or at least, you know, experience on the level that they do. So it's like, it's interesting, but to have that understanding of like knowing what type of riggers to put on the boat and mm-hmm. understanding how to read between the lines and understanding the way a fish actually will jump without just trying to recreate a photo and just like understanding the action and, you know, the lure or the way the bait would be taken or whatever like that's It's, it's, it's good to have that understanding about your job to have that empathy of where your customer is coming from too. Absolutely. To the point you're saying, that's why I want to bring that up. I'm sure it's the biggest compliment to you when an accomplished fisherman like looks at your work and is like, wow, like, you know what I mean? Like you're talking about, like that's real. Like still blows me away. Isn't the best feeling probably? Still blows me away. That's what I would imagine would be your best feeling. And I could tell you the reason that it still blows me away is, is the reason that I just told you before. I'm like, when I have like, I mean, you know, arts have come on this show every seems like every third episode or whatever he's like you know one of the co-hosts because he keeps so we, winning everything right exactly well we do our tournament talk keep it going, episode. Our, yeah we do our tur- yeah keep it going that's for sure um but you know when you know just to hear some of the things that he has to say about my work it's kind of it's just reassuring to me you know because i paint it how i feel how i see it mm-hmm. you know, and that's all i can do you know what i mean and but when i i do get the confirmation back from guys on that level it is kind of, you know, it is reassuring. It, it is helpful to hear that. And, you know, it feels good. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Yeah, if, if Art's out complimenting you, yeah. you made it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. So that's cool. So you bring up an interesting thing, right, about how you were a captain's daughter mm -hmm. growing up. Um, you grew up living a life um, that's connected by water. Yes. Right? And you grew up in the Keys. You considered a conch? Is that, is that how that goes? Right? Yes. The, the, what's the definition of that? In my mind, I think of Key West when I think of a conch, and that's because, like, their high school, the, the conchs. The conchs, yeah. Like, we were the hurricanes, like, how fitting. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yes, we are conchs. So we're the conch republic, which is the um, full keys. But I'm an Island Marotta girl. Island Marotta girl. Yep, that's hometown. That's, you know, that's my roots. Mm -hmm. And the most special place in my heart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, honestly, that's my favorite of all the keys. Yeah. You know, the Island Marotta Tavernier kind of space you know what i mean i just absolutely adore it there you can put me there any day of the week and i'll be fine yes yeah that's that's for sure over any other key now we grew up a lot growing like spend a lot of time in a marathon okay as well um spending my family would spend every summer down there right near vodka cut mm -hmm. like the key lime resort i don't know if you yes. know where that is and that's where we would kind of hang out and stay and there's an old rundowns when we thought it was a little piece of paradise so you know we would be there every time and yeah you, you know, just get off the stretch and like we talk about it still and like something comes over your body and you're just like relaxed and you just, yep. your mind shuts off from work and you release and you think that that would wear off one day, whether you've lived there your whole life and it just doesn't. And I was, I was there mm -hmm. this weekend. So yesterday, you know, <laughs> as you're going back over that bridge North, you're like, Oh, back to the grind. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, well, it's cause you got to hit Miami first. Yes. You know what I mean? And that gets in the way. Right. But absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. So like, like when you text me Friday, I'm like sitting under a tiki hut. Like I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just island rather chilling. Like I'm with my friends, like back with Oh, you family. were down in the, when yep. I texted you, you oh, were yeah. down there? Yeah, because our boat's down there. So Yeah, nice. And uh, we we just scoot out and go fishing every time we can. You know, me, my dad, and my sister, our family, mm -hmm. break away whenever we can and head down south to Island Marotta. Yeah, the stretch. I think the stretch really is a vortex. Right? It's got to be. Yes. Because, I mean, even, it's funny, even when you, last time you went down to the Keys, you know, you we were texting each other, you were there, mm -hmm. and you even made a comment to me, like, yeah, yeah. you can As just soon as you it. see the teal walls. Yeah. Yes. Yep, yep, absolutely. And For sure. this is something, I, I mean, I, there's got to be, obviously, a psychological factor to it, but uh, there's, there's more to it than we that. We all feel it. Yeah, there's more to it than that. Like, it happens to everybody, and it's you know, undeniable. Yes. So, um, take me through a little bit of that growing up like this. Right. I know now you uh, like to hunt. Yes. Right? And you, ride, hunt. you ride horses. Yes. Which I hear you do that very well. Oh. I've, I have yet to see you ride a horse, so I can't comment on <laughs> no, it firsthand. <laughs> but I, I hear that as far as horse riding goes, you're, you're really, really good at that. Um, so how did you get into that? Like, like, just kind of give me a little bit of your background. I want the world to know about you. Like, because I remember when we, the first time we hung out was at Papa's Raw Bar. Mm -hmm. Right. And I walked away um, from that dinner going, man, that girl's really cool. You know what I mean? And, and that was like, and I was so happy to meet you that night. And 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 I know we were there for like a business dinner. It didn't feel like it It didn't feel like it at all. And I'm like, and that's why I wanted to ask you on the show. I'm like, Lexi, it'd be perfect to have on the show. It was such a natural conversation with you guys. Like, yeah. I didn't feel like it was a business meeting at all. Like, we're just having normal talk. But uh, so born and raised in the, in the Florida Keys, we started at Ocean Reef. That's mm -hmm. my dad had a private job out of Ocean Reef. So we actually lived there when I was really young 
And then we moved down south into the Keys. My mom said that she had to get us out of the bubble of Ocean Reef. Oh, She's yeah. like, you're going to the real life. Yeah. Um, so you grew up in Ocean Reef? Just for like two years of like pre-K and kindergarten. Okay. So what we did was we rode around in a golf cart and just went to Buccaneer Island. And like, you know, back in the day, I feel like this is a healthy thing. There was like no curriculum. You were just like, went to go play and be a kid, mm-hmm. especially in Ocean Reef. That's how it should be. Yes. So. Oh my God. They're, they're working these kids right now for no reason. Their brains aren't I developed I hear about enough. these things and I'm like, like the, the cost of getting kids in and like the competition. And I like, I'll hear these, these side conversations that I can't relate to at all. And they're like, oh, like, what are you paying for kindergarten? And my head's like snapping around my yeah. shoulder. I'm like. Paying for good, paying yeah, for I'm blocks like, and I'm like, uh, tic-tac-toe. I'm like, that's terrifying. But um, I understand that everyone's just trying to do the best for their kids and, you know, get them into, you know, the safest and the best place for all that stuff. But I'm foreign to that because I am from the Keys. And, you know, the most confusing thing when I went to college was, oh, what high school did you go to? And it's like, there is one, one high school. There are no choices. Yeah. I didn't know that there, it's like that other places, you know, yep. we all are at the same place. And I love that. So, um, growing up in the Keys is the most incredible, you know, gift my parents ever gave me. It absolutely shaped who I am. And we drive boats before we drive cars. Like, you don't look forward to your 16th birthday to get a car. You look forward to your 13th birthday to get your boater's license. Mm-hmm. And boys and girls are no different as far as like the girls got a boat when they turned 13 and the boys too, you know, like you didn't need like the guys to take you out. Like they were with you and like, you know, you had your friend group, but I'll never forget. Like my dad fixed up a 17 Mako with me and we repowered it with a, uh, 150 Yamaha four stroke it was right when the four stroke came out. I was pretty mm-hmm. stoked about that. So things got a little quieter for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And we, we did it together. And, you know, as soon as I turned 13, I was off and that was very normal. All I needed was a ride to the boat ramp and I was like, see ya. And they knew where we always were and it's on the water. And we were either, um, you picked your friends up by boat. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you know, lives on a canal. Um, pretty much all of us. So it was, unbelievable like you just you don't know east and west i'll tell you that's a problem right when you right. get north oh, that was confusing <laughs> yeah we only know north and south we uh when you ask somebody where they live you say what mile marker do you live at it's like right you know it's not neighborhood ocean side bay side yeah right you know the thing when i lived in sarasota when i went to art school wrangling like i had the toughest time switching my mind because to me growing up here east is the beach Right. right. So the beach is on the west side there. So I would always tell oh. people like, oh, yeah, we're going to go head out east. We're going to go. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what are you talking about? To so them, that's like I-75, like going inland. Right. You know what I mean? It took me like a few months to get rid of it. That's like, funny. Yeah. To shake that off. Yeah. But I, um, normal life for me was, you know, from before I could walk, you go to the dock and you wait for dad to come in from fishing. And that's what I lived for. And mm-hmm. to see what he caught in tournaments, you know, we didn't have live scoring back then. So you didn't know who won until they got to the dock. That was really exciting for me and my sister. And, you know, mm-hmm. I remember my mom telling us how many minutes until we could go and, you know, just being so excited and running down the dock and, you know, seeing dad pulling, how many flags is he flying and, you know, who won and, uh, you know, jumping on the boat. And it was, it was incredible. Yeah. That's good. I mean, the Keys is a special place, and just growing up there, I'm sure it was special, too. I'm going to go for round two here, mm. speaking of two. So I'm going to dip into the ice here, and um, you good? Yeah. A little stiff for you? Are you switching it up? Uh, I think I might switch it up, actually. I'm going to go... Are you going I'm gonna blonde? Do, we ha- I'm going to go blonde and ginger. Oh, man. Right? 
So that's what I'm going to do. So I know I'm passing Jeez. you up here. I'm like, yeah. I, need I know. To you're like going slow. They call it um, cheerleader beers when I drink White Claws on the boat when we fish. <laughs> cheerleader beers? <laughs> yeah. So like literally just now we're in the keys. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, they're like come out back to the boat like in our island run house and they're like, got your cheerleader beers. And no. I'm like. Are you a White Claw drinker? Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. But so I'm like, I just took a sip of that and I was like, oh, but it tastes so good. Maybe you, maybe you transform me. Oh, look. I'm, I'm Everyone needs to. Oh, you're back. Oh, you're back. I'm, back. I'm back, back to my old, back to my old ways here. George, he's struggling now. George is going to be mad at me. It's like Dennis. So, oh, I have to listen to this. You want to hear something funny? Remember how, how, um, during the questions that, uh, we, had the thing where Liz said about him, you know, right. kind of coming home drunk or right. whatever like that. So I texted, George, I texted George and Paul, right? And then a little sidebar here, just because everyone cares about this. <laughs> I texted George and Paul, I'm like, hey, you guys going to come to the grand opening, right? And Paul didn't want to come. There's too many people here, which I completely understand from his perspective. He probably got mobbed if he came here. Um, George couldn't make it. So he says, I'll be there in spirit, Dennis. And he says, tomorrow I'll be with the wife shopping for a new dinner table and related items. It's a keep the home, the home fires burning day. Plus, she says, you send me home drunk after each time I pay a visit. <laughs> Best of luck tomorrow. <laughs> George Cogger. You have so, been labeled. I've been labeled. So that means I'm that, that you're like once a month. You're probably cut off to like once a month. You can hang out with Dennis is probably the rule. Yeah. Yeah. You think that's strange? No, I think it's fair. You think it's fair? Is it true? Yes, it might be strange. You know what else is strange, though? Are strange questions that some people have texted you oh. to ask on the show. Oh, wow. Here we are. We're Papa's Pilar Strange Questions, John. Here we go. Our favorite part of the show. Oh, man. Okay. But I'm going to open up the blonde first. Very appropriate before you ask a blonde strange That's questions. That's right. So look at the timing. All right. And we are going to ask some strange questions. You can probably imagine who some of the people were. Okay. But... You should ask me, and then I'll guess who, who asked you want me that to do one. That? <laughs> I can do that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Blonde and ginger. Let's see how well I know our friends. All right. You know, this that's a unique thing. All right. We've never done that before in the show, there Lexi. There you go. And so we're going to do that Innovative now. thinking. All right. Lexi Creary the Conk. So I am going to ask you. That has a nice you. ring to it. It does. You came up with that all on your own? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being ridiculed now. Okay. All right. So this one says, and you have to guess who this one came from. Okay. All right. Wow. I text with this guy way too much. <laughs> so. Scroll up. There we go. What's the craziest thing you'd ever, you have ever had to do to sell a yacht? Ooh, that's a good one. By the way, if you need to buy a, a Viking call, Lexi. Yes. A yes. plug for you. Yeah, let's put that there. So <laughs> the reason he's asked me that is because I sell yachts for HMY. Um, diffuse an entire husband, wife, like blowout. Get out. Yeah. Details, please. It's imperative, clearly, that husband and wife come together and make a joint decision. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the woman drives the decision making. I would call that 99.9%. And then 0.01%. Uh, every once in a while you find this straggler and he gets to make a decision himself. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, total, 
total um, come to Jesus, you know, like where he's, he's selected this yacht and he's done it and we're all the way through survey and everything's great. And the wife like came out of nowhere at the end of the thing was like very unaware of anything. And so she was unaware that they correct. were buying a Viking at all. Uh, yeah. Not, not a really. Clue. Yes. Okay. And it's kind of something you should probably let her. Yeah. In. I think that maybe in his defense, he was like, Oh, let's see if the survey goes well. There's a lot of steps in our, in our business, you know, I can imagine. I, I learned that it's very different from people always compare us to real estate. I'm like, Oh no, after buying a house, I'm like, it's nothing. Like the home inspector came to my house. He was done in like an hour. And I was like, come back here. I was like, surveys take like nine hours. And they're right. like, they're always like, there's a scratch here. There's a dent here. And like in a house, it's like roof's good. Windows are good. Like, mm-hmm. like your water heater's good. Okay, have a great day. Great house. Good luck. Right, and no, I'm mold, like, no mold. No termites like, were gone. Okay. I'm like, that was way too fast. So answering your question. Yeah. He's like, so Lexi, and you can just tell his body language is different that day. It's just like, um, you know, um, my wife just has some reservations. I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, let's talk about that. So he's like, will you talk to her? He put me full in. So I find out from talking to her that she didn't know anything about this. And I was like, Hey, let's, let's go to lunch. And I sit with her. I'd never met her before. And it was also probably one of my proudest moments. I wanted her to feel hurt because you know what, if this wasn't good for both of them, like I'm going to, I'm going to stand behind that. And I would communicate to, you know, they're both my clients at that point, but Mm -hmm. to the person originally talked to me that, you know, Hey, this might not be the right roof. Like, I don't really want to be in charge of your divorce here. Uh, so we talked it through and we ended up being best friends at the end of it. And we yeah. laugh about it all the time. Oh yeah. You and, the deal, just make the sale. Well, I asked what's important to her and, and why she had the reservation. She did. I told her my thoughts on the boat. If it was a good purchase, we talked about resale value. We talked about things I think are important. Um, um, I listened to her concerns. It's the best thing you can do is listen people talk too much. They don't listen to mm-hmm. clients. I don't listen to people. And we worked through it. And at the end of it, we cherished. And I, I think the second I took it off the table, I was like, this is like, okay, if this is not your time or if this is not your boat, that's okay. Yeah. And she was like, well, I love the boat. And I was like, okay. And so, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so, so I, you add counselor to my yeah uh, right to my business <laughs> card. You know the funny thing is, is I always say like I've had a lot of experience dealing with salesmen, like professionally, uh, mostly printer salesmen, mm-hmm. like you know people if, like that, that want to do printing for me because you know I've been a professional creative or whatever you want to call me for twenty five years. I don't know, long time. Well, I, I want to age myself. Long time, <laughs> but. Over the years, like we used to have a weekly magazine and like all the different printing that we do, both here and at old jobs that I've had. I've always had like salesmen just always just pitching me, like, hey, who does all your printing and everything? Right. Like that. People are always trying yeah, to get it. Yeah, it's like roll the, as yeah. soon as they come at I you. I used to work for a billion dollar corporation. You know, that everyone wanted the amount of printing that we would do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always said that a good salesman, right, becomes your friend, right? But the best salesman over time, truly are your friend mm-hmm. and, and i really firmly believe that yeah like like you like sales to me like it, it's an art but it's also it's a life you know what i mean and you really you get with these people like mm-hmm. personally and, and you relate with it and it's not always easy you know what no. I mean? so the fact that you're telling me the whole thing with you know you had empathy for her and yeah one of the one of the her that was that's that's awesome the reason so, i love that's my impressive, job Lexi <laughs> thank you well, the reason I love my job so much is because 
I want people to experience what I did growing up and what I watch um, these really successful tournament teams do and things like that. And being able to connect those dots of like creating memories for their kids, creating memories for them, whatever it may be. That's the reason that they're buying a boat mm-hmm. to be able for them to like, they'll call, you know, in two months, Hey, we just had the most epic trip to the Bahamas. You know, my eight year old son just cut his first blue model and I cried like yeah. to get that phone call. Yeah. He's like, the boat ran awesome. Like, and you're just like, that's awesome. Like, and that's what you're talking about. And that's your friend, your mm-hmm. friend's calling you just to tell you a fish story. And you're like, that's what it's all about. That's great. It is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You could be selling anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could be painting anything. Right. You know what I mean, this is, that's great. All right. Good. All right. Who Hit asked, me that, with the who next asked that question? I was going to say. Did you see my phone? No, I was no. going to say Harris, but maybe Jay. It is Harris. No, Harris. First one. One for one. One for one. <laughs> Batting a thousand. All right. Let's see if I can find the next. Now, now nothing for nothing. There's been. We have three people asking you questions today. You're probably going to guess through all three of them, Mark. Okay. But, all right. Um, so let's go to the next one. All right. We are in our Papa's Pilar Strange Questions. And I'm not going to ask you that one first. I'm going to ask you this one second. Because if I ask you that one first, you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Who caught more fish at the Fish for Holly tournament? You or your dad? Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> gosh not only did my dad catch more fish than me mm-hmm. he caught them in my spread what like off my left long and i was like off your left long literally so he just grabbed it off your truck no 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 like he's encroaching in our spread on my dad's boat oh so oh, i so oh, fish oh, for holly gotcha. is a very very special turn to me um in memory of my best friend growing up yeah. and so I'm we glad all, you segue into that because I do want to talk about that term. So yes, we have to we have to explain how amazing that thing is. Yeah. So it's the best day in the water. You just you just you channel Holly and you just you have the you just you feel her on the water. It's a great feeling. Anyway, so I fished against my dad because mm-hmm. I'm going with all my friends, you know, our group of close friends. And we're raging and having a great time and dunkaroos are going on and um we're not catching anything. And I, your head I don't bucket? realize that. Yeah, I, and I don't ever do that. I don't ever do dunk. Did you, like, did you do it though? Yes. I only do it. I do it one time a year and it's for Holly. All right. Good. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I take fishing like really, really serious. So normally when I fish, that's, you know, um, just for her, my Holly okay. girl, that's it. But so, yeah, I guess having my head in a bucket didn't help. That's probably why my dad beat me, but <laughs> he's behind me. And I don't know. Cause I mean, we're all rigor to rigor. We got 66 boats fishing this tournament. And I hear on the radio chasing sails, my dad's boat, you know, mm-hmm. um, hooked up to a double. This goes instantly puts them into third place. If they, um, you know, if they catch on my, like, and I look at the tower and I'm like, James, where's my dad? And he goes, Lexi, turn around. And I'm like, and there's my dad literally like 20 yards behind our like long bait. And he's just swirling all around us. I'm watching his fish jump. He's got one fish over here, jumping one fish over here. They only had two anglers. They went two for two in that one shot right there. And I'm watching this and you think I'd be like, yeah, dad. And I was like, eye rolls <laughs> so hard. Yeah. And I'm like, you didn't even do a dunkaroo like in your lifetime. <laughs> you didn't even do a dunkaroo. <laughs> like, that's like, that's how we get bites. Like, come on. So that was a really funny moment. My dad whooped my butt in that tournament, but I was uh, really happy for him. It mm-hmm. means a lot to him to fish that tournament. But yeah, um, not only did he uh, kick my butt, he kicked it in uh, in my spread. 
Yeah, nice. So it's funny. It's like I don't know if you've ever seen. Was it Rocky One or Rocky Two? I don't know. You ever see the Rocky movies? Yes. You ever watch them? Right. So, it's Apollo Creed once said that the Rocky before they were gonna spar, right? And and he goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "I may have taught you everything you you know, but I didn't teach you everything that I know." You know, but <laughs> total so, moment right, right there. Right. Like so. he kept some secrets in his pocket. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And he was really sad that I wasn't fishing with him. So he looked at me like at the Why end didn't of the day, you fish with him? Because I want to be with my girlfriends that were best All friends right. with Holly. So that's a good answer. Yeah. It's a good answer. All right, so I have another question from this this person. Okay. I'm not even going to give you the gender. So uh, who do you think this is, by the way? You could say this at any time. I was going to say Jay, but when you just said gender, now I'm thinking it's a girl. It's totally Jay. Oh, okay. Two for two. Right. Totally Jay. And, and I didn't even give you, like, the one I mean, that would give it away, which would be, uh, what's the funniest conversation that you ever had with a physician while recruiting them? <sighs> but that that that's the other Jay question that was going to give it away that it was Jay, but oh. Jay Mays. Okay. So Jay Mays was my previous boss and I used to recruit doctors for him. And, uh, what was the question? The most interesting conversation I've had with a doctor. What? Well, yeah. What's the funniest conversation you ever had with a physician while recruiting them? Why didn't you show up for work when I sent you States away and I have a hospital calling me wondering where you are. States away? Yes. So the work that we did was, um, it's locum tenum's work. So these doctors, um, internal medicine doctors sometimes work one week on one week off and their week off, they'll take these jobs with us to get extra you know, work and we'll send them to short staffed hospitals. Well, this was in upstate New York. It's like dumping snow. I don't know anything about upstate New York, by the way. Like it's like Keys Southern Girl. Canada. Like Jenny's from Rochester. We always okay. say she's really just Canadian. So she knows yeah. what a winter's like there. Clearly it's a lot of snow, but I don't understand what it's like well, to drive people through would that. want to live like that. I don't, I don't know. I think we're biased. Yeah. So, but yeah, clearly. It's not human. Yeah. So, uh, my, Best conversation was Jay's like runs up to me in the morning. He's like, Dr. O, like, and like, literally, I will never forget his name. He's like, isn't at work? Why? And I'm like, what? And we fly these guys in. Like we pay for their travel. Like this is a very extensive thing. It's not just like some guy didn't wake up on time and walk down mm-hmm. the road to the hospital. And he's like, oh yeah, I decided against that. Like he just like was like, no apologies. <laughs> like, like didn't even bat an eye. And I just like, I had to tell Jay and I was like, um, he didn't go because he didn't want to, and I don't know what to do with that. So this is where we're at. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nope. Doctors are funny people. Yes. Um, yeah, I have a lot of nurses in our family and I hear some weird stories. Oh yeah. I used to work in the operating room in medical sales. So I've, I've been really? through it. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So we're going to move along and we have our last person asking questions which really kind of took this to another level and just started beaming off a bunch of questions like one after another. So um, I'm just going to see which ones I want. They got really excited, huh? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the first one was, what's your favorite motto to live by? Life is short and the world is wide. Life is short and the world is wide. That means book the trip. That's right. And no matter where we are, we're always connected by water. Yes. Right. Book the fishing trip book specifically. The, book the fishing trip. I like it. Like, don't even question it. Don't think about anything else. Just go. Okay. And here's the fun one. If you could be any animal, what would you be? <laughs> this is so funny that you just asked me this because when we were in the Keys this weekend, yeah. we're with this girl that works for us in HMY, Riley. 
She's the funniest person I've ever met. Like, you know, just those belly laughs. Like, I couldn't. That's the like, young girl who wears glasses. Yes. And she just got engaged. Yes. Congratulations, I on, Riley. I, I saw that on Instagram. Congratulations, Riley. Oh, and they are the cutest, most like meant for each other couple. Yeah, like, that's awesome. They're going to be a love that lasts forever. So I'm very happy for them. And so I brought it down to the keys with me uh, to fish and hang out this weekend. And she's sitting out back and we're all just chilling. It's just like good vibes, you know? And it's, it's a quiet moment. And she's been saying funny things all day that I'm just like, I can't. Like, I've never heard my dad laugh so much in a day. Like oh, from really? this girl, she's just like hilarious. So she goes, we're sitting there and she's just like looking around. She's like, so guys, if you could be any animal in the world, what would you be? And I was like, I go, are you looking at an app on your phone? Like what to do when you're bored? Like what questions to ask when you're bored? And she goes, no, I was just sitting here like thinking about it. She's dead serious. I'm like deeply thinking about this. And then the funny part is you think everyone would dismiss it. Everyone you could tell gotten like a really like thought provoking moment. And like, she really had captured everyone's attention. And then she went on to ask us like our superpowers and it got weirder and weirder. So, um, your superpowers. Yeah. Like she was All like, right. what would be your superpower? Okay. Uh, that was her next one. And then it just continued to get weirder. So I'm going to have to find out what the bolt-on superpower is to your animal. Right. There you go. That's right. a good way so to merge those. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, for the, for the animal, <laughs> I don't want to repeat my answer from this weekend because it was, it was lame and we really were all stumped. Um, I would say lion. All right. Lion. All right. And what's the lion's, the lioness's superpower? Um, so that wasn't her question. So you really got me here because she okay. was saying two separate, like if you could have a superpower, but okay. wow. So if you can add I'm like the, picturing the now lion. like a flying lion. I'm like. <laughs> flying lion. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. I like that. The flying lion. I'm like, wow. All right. Oh, you're, that's you're a, a terrifying lion. thought. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually a terrifying thought. Imagine that if lions could fly, we'd, we'd all be. Huh. Yeah, that just got weird. So you just fun. took strange questions to a whole nother level. <laughs> They're strange. And this is great because this is exactly what this is meant to be. Yeah. Yes. This is our biggest complaint. Is Nobody that, asks strange questions. Yeah. They're all straight. Did we get strange enough? People let us know if we got strange enough today. <laughs> right. And they're, they're <laughs> all, everyone lines. always asks, oh, you know, what's your favorite fish that you've ever caught? And like things like this. And it's like, let's get strange. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. You're, so it, let it be known throughout the land that um, you want to be a flying lion. <laughs> I had had some cheerleader beers when she asked me. So I said dolphin and she looked over at me and I was like, you ever seen an angry dolphin? I was like, they, they're always like smiling basically. And she's like, everyone like burst out laughing. And then Except for one crazy summer. <laughs> you know that one? Yes. And I didn't think of that. So now you just ruined it for me. <laughs> Sorry. And then I was like, I don't know. Dolphins can be weird. But yeah, that was my answer. So that was pretty lame. All right. And, um, the, f you're already laughing. And, well, because I just realized I just read the follow-up question. I feel like I should pour another drink for this. Go ahead. I think you should. I should. No, no, but no, no. we'll pour another drink. But the follow-up question is if you could have a superpower, uh, super what would it be and why? Riley's two steps ahead of you. Right. So, well, well, that's not Riley asking the question. I'm just saying you should really have her submit to you. I'm going to tell her, like, you really right. need to get on the right. Papa's Pilar Strange questions. I met questions. Riley for the first time with the Jimmy Johnson. Right. She was given the responsibility of walking around the gifting together right, with right, right. right and everything like that. So that was the first time I met her and is this what in, we were working with? This is the Marquesas. Okay. Uh, you want to keep going with the same one? It was delicious. All right. I mean, it is delicious. Don't ruin a good thing. And then hold on. I'll get you more ice. Oh. Okay. Right. Great service here. Oh, thank you very much. It's beautiful paintings to look at. Mm -hmm. Someone's making me a drink. Yep. That's it. Talking about fishing. That's what I told you. We're gonna be here for the next five hours. I love it. So I'll just pick up all the ice you spilled. Is this table clean? <laughs>
<laughs> they cleaned it, yeah. Rum, it is clean. rum disinfects yeah, it'll kill, anything, It'll right? kill anything. That's just what we tell each other. Nicole cleaned, cleaned it off for you, so. She's the best. Did you like Nicole? Isn't she awesome? Yes. She caught that redfish this weekend down there in Flamingo. Well, I just feel like we bonded so much the second I figured out we had the same necklace on. That was super cool. Nicole is another um, one that grew up living a life that's connected by water. That's for sure. You know, and I say that um, because that is a certain way to grow up. You know what I mean? Just Yeah. You're so, surrounded by yeah. amazing women in your team for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, do- no doubt about it. Um, from top to bottom. That that is very true. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I w- this is like with this National Women's Awareness Month or some or a day or recently happened sure. or something like that. Okay. Sure, right, whatever. <laughs> I don't mean that derogatory. I just meant I don't know about it. So okay. The well, the person, I should, the, but person I that, oh, um, yes, the person that, oh, the person that gave these questions yep. made a big deal to post up about that about you starting your podcast. You are. You're right. right. So now you probably just guessed who yes. asked those questions. Yes, you're right. So who asked the questions? Carmela. Carmela did. And thank you very much, Carmela, yes. for, for your questions. So you need to pick a winner of who wins the Connected by Water podcast t-shirt Ooh. for asking the best question. And I really think there's only one answer Excited. there, else you're probably never going to live it down. Oh, who can get? I, I just I can pick, pick anybody. You gotta, you oh, I thought you were gonna give me like a basket. It was gonna come no, out with a bunch of names. You gotta pick the winner. <laughs> like, like, I no thought pressure. that was like some raffle thing. No. Um, it can be like anybody I know. Or... No, one of of who asked the questions. Who asked the best question? Oh, the best question. Yeah. Oh, best question. But I think she was the superpowers one. Yes. Oh yeah, Carmela wins. All right, Carmela. Yeah, I'm saying if if you don't pick Carmela, you're probably oh. never gonna hear the end of that. <laughs> right, right. No, so, Carmela all day. Right, yeah. She's she's. A huge supporter she, of I love everybody. Carmela, by the way. I really do. She's like, the greatest. She's awesome. Like, she's so much fun. She started out as um, a broker's assistant and a closing agent. So I knew her um, working alongside my dad. So she was like a second mom to me. I would be in the office. Oh, really? You know, whenever my dad had to go to the office, it's in Fort Lauderdale. We live in the Keys. My dad did that commute because mm-hmm. it's not, you don't have to be in the office every day. And, you know, when I was there, you <laughs> It was bring your kid to work day a lot for us, apparently. And I was so excited about it. And I just got to spend a lot of time with Carmela all the way from a young age to growing up. And I have the utmost respect for her and really happy she's on our team at HMY. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. I'm happy she's on your team at HMY. Yeah. Um, now we're all on a team because right. you're you're killing it with our total, like... I just, I just love the full circle. I'm having so much fun with HMY. You have no idea. I know. And I'm so this glad so that it happened. Yeah, I am too. And thank you so much. You're and, welcome. And, and no, it's like all the stuff that we're doing with HMY. I mean, it's such a great group. You're I mean, a part I, of the family. Really. I mean, I'm just, I just love everybody there. You know, and we're just doing great stuff together. And, and I think everyone's just got the right mindset of working hard, play hard kind of thing. And that that's it. Good so, vibes all around. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So Bringing you in on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. One thing I really wanted to know, we kind of touched on some things about you. All right. But I really want people to understand more about you. All right. Now, we're not just bringing you on to talk about your new podcast. And we're not just bringing you on to talk about HMY and all the different things. You know, we got a boat show coming up, by the way, this week. That's right. Hope to see you all there. Hope to see you all at the HMY pavilion yes or whatever come they call see it, me right? right come see lexi um but i don't want to bring people on just or bring you on just to be like let people know 
okay yeah all right you have a new podcast it's like all right cool all right buy a, a viking from lexi you know, little, you know what i mean like i don't want to just you know that's not what it's all about because i really want to get a little bit beneath it at all and let people kind of understand like you're the real deal and that's the truth okay and, and that's really one the, like the biggest reason i wanted to bring you on and honestly i probably should have started the show out this way like a hundred percent because you're being a little humble here today all right so listen you can you can outfish all of them you can probably out hunt all of them all right so when i asked you like oh you take me through like you know living that life by connected by water and like you know and, and the whole thing like that but like the reality is it's like like this is in your dna okay the whole entire life and just the whole aspect um of everything the, the foundation uh, that your dad laid into you um and who you are and and, and you're still very young in my eyes right so, yeah keep saying that it feels right? good as you approach 30 i need to keep hearing that no it, yeah but that's the thing it's like you're young yes okay and, and but even so you have so much experience behind you like more than most people that your age have and i really do i don't i don't just believe that i know that right so Give me your deepest thoughts on how you feel about growing up this way and living the life that you live just completely being, and I'm going to call you outdoorsman. Okay. I'm not going to be outdoors woman or whatever. No, like, I love that. You're an outdoorsman. Okay. And give me your thoughts on what that means to you. Take your time. I know it's a loaded question. Um, Grateful is the first word that came to mind. I'm very aware that I've been given opportunities to fish with the best of the best at a very young age. And as I've gotten older and I reflect on those moments. So, uh, for example, I was 15 years old fishing on the Viking demo boat in the world sailfish championship, which paid out hundred thousand dollar dailies back then that was the most expensive tournament, you know, that there was, you know, opposed to like, obviously there's white Marlin open. We're talking about what was hot in those days and the biggest tournament that everyone looked forward to. And it was the biggest cow cut. And, you know, the first time I saw somebody walk down the dock with a duffel bag of 50 grand in cash, you know, I was 15 years old. That's a big deal. And it was just fishing to me, you know, it was jumping on. It was what I did every day, but there were moments that I, I stood back and I was like, wow, so we won a daily. And, and that was the first moment that I stood back and said, whoa, like this is something very special. Like this is different. Um, and, and I'm so grateful to be here and to be a part of this Viking family and to be a part of, you know, these tournaments, you know, and I think I have more of an appreciation for it now. And then we went on and won money in the Miami Billfish. And we had a, a wild run with, with Higgins as the captain on the Viking 50 demo. So those memories and then jumping on, um, it, it humbles me and it, it shapes me into being a better businesswoman. It shapes me into being a better person and uh, it just makes me grateful. And it makes me like just hungry. Like I want to, I want to do it all. I want to, I want to be the most successful yacht broker. I want to be the most 
you know, successful female yacht broker, but I don't really dive into those like categories. I just want to like, like go to the top, like, and I don't know, it just makes you want more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Harris asked you an interesting question one night when we were at the dinner. He goes, what do you love more hunting or fishing? Yeah. I would like, you should add that to a question if someone like has something like other hobby. Cause he like, you think that doesn't sound like a big question? You seem very was, stumped was, when he asked you that, shook. though. You're like, wow. You're like, wait a minute. I don't know. So to like set the stage, we're at um, a, a big Christmas party at my house that Dennis didn't show up to, just so everyone knows. I just want to call him out on that. <laughs> All right. All right. Hold on. Don't we're think. Gonna... I can't believe you opened that. You just walked right into that. Wow. You like lobbed the softball. Wow. I did. I'm sorry. It's a great party and we missed you a lot. Yeah, I know. I didn't go. So... I'm awesome sorry. Christmas party, house and, but party. There was a good reason, but so I'm not going to get into right now. But. We forgive you, but next one you better be at. <laughs> so uh, we're sitting there with uh, Jay and Harris and, you know, our whole group. And he's like, just looks over and we're all chit-chat about nothing. And he's like, Lexi, if you could do one thing for the rest of your life, would it be hunting or fishing? And I was just like, what? <laughs> like someone making me choose right now? Yeah. I was like holding on to the table. <laughs> I was like, um, I was like, more wine, please. Yeah. Um, He's like, and I said, dang, I was like, you know, he like took one away. Like he was like, if you ever could. And I was like, right. I said fishing. And I was like fishing. I was like, because the water brings me so much peace and looking around, like, and so does the woods. Mm -hmm. But, and I think that he was right. He was talking about like buck fever. Right. I don't understand people that say that buck fever goes away. Like that does not go away for me. Like. I start shaking like that, that 12 point walks out. Like I'm never going to get used to that. I don't know how right. people get used to that. I'm always going to have an appreciation for that animal. Like that, you know, that you can harvest that, that you've spent all year. And, you know, I don't hunt on um, high fence property. I hunt, you know, they, these deer can go anywhere. And the fact that you have, you know, managed to land and kept them there and, and harvest this animal and for the right reasons. So I agree with him on the whole buck fever thing, but um, the water just, it's, it's the ambiance. Because mm -hmm. what I said to him was a bad day of fishing, like you don't catch anything. Like you still have that ride out. I have like a lot of reflection right. when I ride out. I really do. Like I look around, I, it really clears my mind. Sometimes it helps me get through deals in my head. Like I'll think about work sometimes mm -hmm. and in a good way, you know, you work some things out, you know, while you're, while you're at the rocket launcher and, and looking back. But hunting you have a lot of quiet time in the woods but like if nothing comes out you're like cool trees cool trees <laughs> cool, cool, cool 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 but no obviously it's uh, really cold i hunt in alabama so it's really cold and that's the other reason why i think right. i chose fishing is because i don't do cold well i don't i don't do cold well at all don't i really just, don't it's not good for my attitude i'm just like i just don't <laughs> listen what is today like 70 degrees yeah. And I'm like full of jeans and a long sleeve. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, right. I'm like, oh, this is like, this is like, I saw a thing on the Weather Channel app that the weather's warming up. Like, it's going to get hot this week. And I was like, all right, cool. Finally, we're out of this. Yeah, I hear you. The only <laughs> thing I get excited the, about, I'm like, horrible. I like the front. I'm like, oh, sales are going to bite. But then I'm like, yeah, but that means I have to. That's the one good thing about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. For that's sure. Silver lining. It. It's like, that's right. all you got to channel in your mind when I'm like, you like get the fear, like, oh, cold weather. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, sales are going to chew. See, I don't hunt, right? And that's not by choice. It's just really by opportunity. And every, I mean, I've gator hunted before and, you know, successfully and everything's cool. You know what I mean? Um, 
I want to hunt, but it's just never, it's just been one of those things for me mm-hmm. that, you know, my father was not a hunter and, I, and that matters a lot. I think that if your parents are, then you're, you're brought that way. So he was more of a fisherman. That's why I kind of grew up more like an angler, but mm-hmm. um, I want to, and I will. And I'm, I keep telling Harris, I'm like, bring me with you. you yeah. Know what I mean? And another thing like that. So I can't really say for the hunting versus fishing thing personally. Uh, but all I can say is that, I'd love to go hunting with you. That yes. sounds like a great experience. So. I would love. Yeah. I, I've gotten into sharing these experiences with other people and seeing it from the other side. You know, when you do everything for the first few times, you know, you want to accomplish those goals. But mm-hmm. I've started to, like, really take pride in, like, catching other people with their first sailfish and leadering their sailfish. And, like, I take my, my friends out and I take so much pride in seeing them have that moment. You realize that you're, you know, transitioning in in that sport when when you have an appreciation for watching other people do that too and being on the other side of it yeah um and (laughs) funny thing about the podcast is i i made a big decision to bring my dad on because he's oh you did yeah last are you scheduling them out now so i've done six episodes obviously we just launched number one but we recorded six okay um we will air tomorrow we have uh, Tom Carroll Jr., who is the president of Princess Yachts America, mm-hmm. and HMY is one of the exclusive dealers of Princess Yachts. Mm-hmm. That's our Modi Yacht line. It's incredible. It's a sister company of Viking Yachts. They're built unbelievable. They're fast. They're, it's, they'll blow your mind. It's incredible. And they're built in Plymouth, England. Mm-hmm. Princess Yachts is also affiliated with LVMH, the luxury conglomerate group. And that's extremely fascinating to me to be backed by that. Thousand percent. Yeah. So I am on the Princess Yacht sales team. I have absolutely specialized in motor yachts because I had the background of sport fishing mm-hmm. and I did that. And it's absolutely a boys' club, which is fine. Like I love being one of the boys. Like it's never been an issue for me. Like I can jump right in, talk the talk, walk the walk, it's fine. But motor yachts, I really found a niche in and I really enjoyed the conversations of helping people with like entertainment and energy like with the wives with like design and all that stuff. I've really grown to love it and it was something i had a lot to learn and i didn't grow up on motor yachts and, and doing that mm-hmm. so i i love what i learned but the cool thing about tom's episode it's definitely a different genre yes yeah. whole different client base yeah first time i ever had like a big showing on a on a motor yacht like i had my first like big wig come in that i was like really need to prep for i take everything really seriously went home studied everything naturally as as Lexi Gray is a sport fishing captain daughter, I'm setting fuel burn. I'm setting cruise, like top out. I'm setting like, um, this power with MANs and I'm setting all these things. That's just my go-to when I think of, of boats and I got there and I'll never forget it. He's like, walks on. I'm like, and I start, I'm like, so, you know, you have this, 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 I start giving him the stats and he like looked at me like so confused. And he's like, um, like you can go talk to my cat about this. Like how many, how many staterooms are there? Mm-hmm. And I was like, like the concern is very different because they are entertaining and that's their, you know, they're traveling and entertaining. And I had right. to learn to tra- transition into that. You will communicate a lot of that to the captain and not to the owner. The owner is looking at how many people, how many of my family, you know, can I bring here and do that thing? So that was a good learning lesson. For yeah, me. no, for sure. I'm actually, I have to, I have to take a step back from the commentary that you just made because like it's really great that you think of all those things and that you actually even just understand all that. And and I'm not saying that from a woman's perspective, I'm saying that from someone that's in their mid twenties and and has just the cognizance is just, just 
think on that level in that way when talking about multi-million dollar vessels. So kudos to you. Thank you. On that one. Yeah, for sure. That That's impressive. So, all right. So you're scheduling out all these episodes. Yeah. So Tom's right? going to come on. Uh, you'll hear Tom tomorrow. Okay. And it's really exciting because what it is, is it's walking in the shoes of a 42 year old young man who has climbed his way to the top to be the president of Princess Yachts America. Mm-hmm. And it, it talks about that, that CEO mindset. How'd you get there? And how do you, how do you run a company that pumps out 300 boats a year? 300, yeah. 300? Boats wow. a year as princess yachts does. And we are the American distributor. And so, um, it's an incredible accomplishment. I, I look up to him. I'm on his sales team. That's where you'll find me at the boat right. shows. Um, I will be in the princess yachts display. I put all my, all my time there. Cause I'm, I'm a lucky member to be on that. It's something that you have to be appointed to. And I'm very grateful to be there. And I, I work with clients and outside of that, you know, when they come, I have my sport fish clients that have appointments with me. I step mm-hmm. away and I go uh, to look at other things, but that's where I am. Meet new clients, but he's amazing. And congratulations. Yes. Oh, I hope this is a good luck thing too for Palm Beach Rojo. Well, good luck. Yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. How was it interviewing your dad? Oh my God. Amazing. I was actually uh, really nervous because I was explain, like, explain, you know, actually explain to the to people watching, like who your father is in case then not everybody knows. Oh, so, okay. Uh, so I don't, I, I don't think we actually great point did that. So uh, my father is Jeff Curry. He started as HMY's first company captain back in like 1987. And we were a post and Davis dealer and he ran a boat called the bandit, which was HMY's demo boat back in the day. And he fished the tournaments uh, exactly like what we're doing with a 54 Viking today and gained, you know, a lot of exposure to the boat. And then um, he transitioned into being a broker when he had children. And I told him it's because uh, he had two girls and they're probably expensive. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was a very accomplished fisherman. And I just, he's my best friend. He's got a work ethic I've never seen in anybody else. He has more patience than anyone I've ever seen. He, he's like, just like, obviously I'm in awe of him. He's, he's my best hunting partner, my best fishing buddy, like my best friend, but who he is, um, he's been a broker now for, I want to say over, um, 25 to 30 years. He's the longest standing employee of HMI Yacht Sales. And more importantly, um, he's the one that taught me to listen. He's the one that taught me how to create the relationship you talked about of becoming a friend of your client. I don't know any of his clients that aren't his good friends. They don't always talk about buying and selling boats. They're talking about their kids. They're talking about what they're doing that weekend. You know, that's what I, I love about him and what he taught me and what he instilled in me. So I wanted everyone to hear from Jeff Curry and we put him in a table with two girls and him. Cause I wanted the, I almost said older perspective. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> I wanted the perspective Seasoned of sport perspective. fishing from the 80s compared to how like these women entered it. I had Jen Copeland, sure. who's the senior editor. I just editor. fished with Jen. Nice. Oh, Singularis, right? Singularis, yeah. I yeah. just fished with her for the Jimmy Johnson. You got to bring her on here. I'm actually going to fish with her again on the, for the final sale. You, she's your girl. Like, people need to hear from her more. She's yeah. awesome. She was like an aunt I should bring me. Jen on the show. Jen is perfect. Like That would be great to bring her on. So Jen, for people that don't know. She, she outfished everyone on that boat. That oh, day. yeah. And yeah. not only is she a great angler, she's, you know, she ran a 50 Viking. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a sport fishing captain. 
yep. a female sport fishing captain, but she's incredible and she's awesome. So I sat him down at the table with them and, uh, how did it go? It went great. And he gave like the old school perspective. They gave the new school perspective and we got to hear from like girls version, guys version. Like it was just an awesome conversation, but I wasn't ready for all of the stories he told on me. I told wasn't on you. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. No. I was, yeah. He threw me for a loop, like wild card. Yeah. Yeah. You got to give me one. Um, oh, he, he told on me, he said, um, it was senior year of high school mm-hmm. and I was already in college. So I, I went to the university of Florida and I was like, all right, cool. I'm already in college. I get a different mindset. That last part of your senior year, you're like, yeah. I'm out of here. Right. And he's, I was like, Hey dad, it's a poor girls tournament. Poor girls tournament is always on a Wednesday. It's a tournament in Isla Mirada. And he, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go fish with Annie and her dad on the Yaba and I didn't think anything of it asked me he's like no and I was like what I was like nope <laughs> huh he's like it's a school day and my dad's always pro fishing like he's like yeah I understand right right cool dad and he's like no what am I gonna tell the attendance lady Lexi like that you're sick and I was like yeah that's exactly what you're gonna tell her <laughs> yeah right right like come on dad I'm sick <laughs> Clearly, I'm clearly sick. And he goes, no, Lexi, this is what's going to happen. And he goes, you're going to win the tournament. You're going to be on the front page of the paper. And I'm going to have to look like the attendance lady in the face. Like when I see her next to you know, a small community, like you see her at like Publix or Winn-Dixie, you know, mm-hmm. that's like how our lives are. And I was like, dad, we're not going to win. And it's just a fun day fishing. Like, just like, and he's like, all right. So of course that was game on. And I was like, cool. So I went fishing. We won the whole thing. Won. I won Master Angler, oh, front page of the paper. And I was like, like, came in the house like with my like big like, yeah. like thing like, like, like <laughs> you told you know me so. Listen, no offense to your father, respect him to nothing, but you were right. hundred <laughs> percent. You know what? Parents know best. Like you won school. Yeah. That day. Does, does ever, anyone ever remember what happened in school that day? Right. Like I was in college. Like Come on. it wasn't like. Like my my grades are good. I went to F. Go Gators. Oh. Are those fighting words? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, but no. They are. It's okay. It's okay. What's your team? It's okay. No, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. <laughs> Isn't it UM? No, no. But so listen, we don't have to talk about it because listen, I like you very much, Lexi. Oh, okay? I don't. Yeah, I don't want to change that. No, we, we, I don't want to. I don't want that to get Uh-oh. in the way. Okay. You know things like that we got going on here okay. at school. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a good vibe. And if you gave me your team, I would have been like, did I say UF? I meant, oh I my, said that. No, it's good. It's all right, go Knowles. It's cool, though. <laughs> Both my parents went to Florida State. Did they really? And I grew up a hardcore Florida State fan. Bet you weren't you ready for that. You grew up a Florida State fan? And you went to UF? I did. And sorry, so when did you mentally switch? Was it like your my sophomore sister, year? My sister went. Your sister went. And it's always them. I was like, yes. And my sister didn't think I was... Uh, cool enough to hang out with. She's obviously older. And, you know, you're trying to hang out with your older sister. She's the senior, you're the freshman. And I'm like, oh, Misty, like, hang out with me. She's like, get lost, freshman. And I'm like, dang. All right. So, so you were there and she was there? You were at, there at, at the same time? High school, obviously. Okay. And then oh, okay. she went to UF. Right. And I was still diehard Seminole. Um, junior year came, applying. I went early decision, Florida State. No, I, no doubts in my mind. I only... Like had my eyes set on Florida State. I applied to other schools just because I had no intentions on going there. I just wanted to know that like my hard work paid off and that I, you know, know where you're, where you're at. So 
I said, I'm going to apply to UF just to tell you that I got in. And then I chose Florida state. That's what I said to my sister. <laughs> Talk about eating your words. Right. And she's like, fine, that's okay. Like do whatever you want. And I'm like, okay. So she shamed you. It's oh. becoming a gator. <laughs> she tricked me. She shamed you. She used Tebow. She shamed you. What? A, <laughs> it was a bad football year for, for us. When I say us back, the old me, the Florida state me, yeah. it was bad time for us. We were in a rut at Florida state and I was holding true and I'm not, I don't jump. I don't like people that jump teams. I don't like it. But what happened was, what happened was, <laughs> Oh gosh, I, I'm gonna redeem myself. I you swear. You listen, listen. I'm sorry. Am I doing more damage? Nothing for nothing. You look like a Tallahassee girl on me. You do. Don't make me respond to that. All right, I'm sorry, but and it's a good thing. Uh, Florida, Florida State girls are. It was a female school, so yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say what I'm thinking. Don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna just. All right, so Tebow got pass. you there. So right? I get into you find out from Florida State way before Florida. You find right. out around like November, Florida State Valentine's Day is Florida, by the way. Like pivotal moment in like really? high schoolers' life. Like, why are you gonna crush them on Valentine's yeah. Day? Like fragile little teenagers. Why would you do that? Like I remember girls like crying in the hallway. I'm like, Did your boyfriend break up with you? They're like, I didn't get a new F. I was like, Ugh. I was like, yikes, why do we do this on this day? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think that's kind of cruel. Got in Going to Florida State, went and picked out my apartment, went, tried out for the cheerleading team, made the cheerleading team. Like, my dad's, like, high on life. He's like, we're on Florida State, <laughs> finally. And then my sister's like, oh, God. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> I'm telling you how much I love your school. You're everything we're supposed to be. <laughs> I'm telling you how much I, I, I feel what you feel. It's there. So my sister, who never wanted to hang out in high school, was like, if she finds something in UF, I'll never, I opened the UF letter. I said, I was like, I knew I could do it. I was like, I knew I could do it. And I was like, and I'm still going to Florida State. And I like called my sister. I was like, I did it. I was like, sayonara. <laughs> come visit me and Tally. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. Just come up and visit me. I want to celebrate you. And I was like, this is great. What'd she do? We were, we were terrible at football those years. It's bad timing. This was 2010. Okay. So I remember it well, right? Yeah. Dark times. Okay. Yeah. And I, I was, I stuck through it and I went up there and it's the Tebow era. Come on. He's like the Holy grail and he's there. And so I'm in the stadium and like, here's like the Florida state. Girl. I will I'm give like, you that with the Tebow. Thing. I'm like, mm, like all Patty, like, ew, I'm in Ben Hill Griffin stadium. And Tebow is just going off and he's just balling. And I'm jump like, pass after jump pass. I'm just looking at this and I'm like, this is kind of cool. I'm like, trying to feel this. this? John? It just happened. Anyway, she like made the whole weekend amazing. And she looked at me at the end and she's like, we could have this. I'd oh, be God. a senior. You'd be a freshman. Like yeah, Lexi, like she, right. She was like, we can have the senior freshman thing. Like we could redo high school. Like you'll come to everything with me. Like we can do this together. Like how amazing would that be? Like, my God, the worst thing my parents ever did was sent her to debate school at Duke when she was in high school. We never won an argument after that. She's very <laughs> persuasive. So, yep, that's the end of that. And I went to UF and um, I don't hate the Seminoles at all. Gee, thanks for coming on the podcast today, Lexi. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Let me tell you. No, that's a good story. I love Forest State. But I Cheers. guess I love my family more. Cheers. Cheers. All right. What could have been? What could have been? That's all right. Listen. I still love you.
I okay. appreciate you accepting right. me for that. Yeah. All right. It's all good. So we're going to end it on that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I'm kidding. Never getting invited back. We, no, no, no. Yeah, right. Whatever. Come on. Stop it. Solid stuff. Yep. All right. So this is what we're going to do. All right. We're going to say, go listen to your podcast. Where can people find it? We are on Spotify, Apple, and we are also on HMY's website. So, this is, you know what the funny thing is, is I know for a fact that when she said we're on Apple, John cringed. <laughs> we're still not on Apple. Right. Ooh. Because, it's because I, whatever. Why? This, this is what I, because this is, all right, here's the thing. It was right? the artwork. We're waiting on He's artwork. waiting on me. <laughs> Right, and I'm taking care of my good the customers like HMI. The artwork, right? yeah. Can we talk about your 54 shirt? Yeah, go ahead, talk about it. Yeah. So go ahead, talk about it. Yeah, I would love to brag on you. I just was so blown away. Like you know, we get we get boat artwork all the time. We get this, but we we challenge, um, you know, you with a fact that we had the 54 coming out. 54. Um, everyone didn't know yet that that was going to be the demo boat we hadn't done a demo boat program in a while and you know, i don't know if you knew like how much hype like obviously we were excited with you but like i don't know what you meant if you knew what it meant for the company in general just how excited we were to get into every tournament and really like go all in so i remember being in the room and we already had you know dennis Friel connected by water shirts teaming up with hmy but we wanted we started like ideas flying like let's do a 54 shirt like we need it just the 54 demo, like just that boat. And we had like nothing to send you. I was like, we don't even have like, cause like the tower wasn't even on the boat. So like, how do we mm -hmm. send you, you know, a running shot of the boat that you can work with. And like, you guys just like absolutely made it happen. And when that shirt came out and like, it's like the best of everything, the best material, the best graphic, like everybody when I wear it is like, how can I get one? And it's, it's a little exclusive. Like we don't get me wrong. Like we printed how many with you a lot, like a thousands. Lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a <laughs> so lot. It's, I'm not saying that there aren't a lot out there, but we are selective in, in who we give them to. And I'm just so grateful for you and that, cause it could not have come out better. Oh, it's the that best. Warms my heart. Yes. I just want to say one thing, right? Um, I, I mean, Obviously, I love working with you guys. Like, that's a given, and, and that's as well as should. You guys are incredible. You guys are awesome. You guys are huge. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a great experience, like, you know, and I hope it never ends. And I, and I generally mean that. Um, but I just want to say that one thing about our studio, um, and just a philosophy that I've always had, is that I'm always going to put my 100% of myself when I work with you. Right. And that is the truth. Like I know no other way. Like, and I'll, I'll put in more time than I should sometimes on some, some of the projects that I do. Um, and that sometimes causes me to be a little behind. Right. Um, not always, but sometimes. You I know, think you're not talking to me or him about just, the Apple graphic. Yeah. It's this, a hit. Yeah, right. So fear. we're blaming me. No, no, but <laughs> also, kidding. but also, you know, I just want everyone to know that my, my priority first and foremost is to making everything look as good as it possibly can at all costs. Time, it shows. Time be damned and whatever and hours be damned. I mean, nothing for nothing. I put in 70 hours last week. Now that we have you like get the store, right. you know what I mean? Like the hours, but it's like it, I'm not going to stop until I'm satisfied. So I appreciate you saying that. Yes. You know, and, and, um, and it's, and I'm grateful that, that 
it's recognized. So thank you for so sure. Much. Yeah, my favorite sure. shirt. Um, no, it's awesome. Uh, well, so you better get you on see, Apple. Now you you freaking threw me a curveball. At least you talk about me and like get me to like. We're on Apple, man. You got to get on Apple. So we're not, we're, just, we're not on just iTunes. The dimensions, really. We're not. A, yeah. So we're You're not plenty popular. We're we're doing we're so, doing great here. So yeah. So we're gonna. But John's very mad at me about that. So we're gonna get that. We'll get you that. You made done. me nervous. We'll I like, didn't know done. what like nerve I sparked when you said like I said <laughs> Apple. I was like I felt the tension. Yeah. No. Because because I knew I saw his head go down. It was just a sort of writing. You know what I mean? Like just right. Remind Dennis about <laughs> iTunes. All my notes. It's you know just I mean? Apple the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, no, we're so. really lucky to be on there, and I I understand now what goes into your production here, and it's it's not easy, and but it is amazing, and what we can do with this and the platform and where we can go with this, and we can't wait to have you on. So I hope that you'll oh. you'll get on there with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. But um, so we have Tom airing tomorrow, and then mm-hmm. we actually sit down. Um, with the Healy brothers, Pat Healy's sons, Justin and Sean Healy, um, mm-hmm. the heirs to Viking yachts, and they are spearheading that Valhalla Boatworks, which has been unbelievably received like it should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, the weight on those Such boats. a gorgeous boat. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> like Such a gorgeous the boat. The lines, the everything about it. It's a freaking Lamborghini. A it really is. Yeah, I mean, it really is. But at the same time, as the integrity of a Viking, you know? like Yes. You know, we say building a better boat every day, like they really outdid themselves. And yeah. I'm glad that people have recognized that. So I'm really excited to hear from from those two, you know, young gentlemen that I've grown up with and dive into the background of not just, you know, about the boats, but like what is it like to live a day in your shoes of, you know, the pressures of being the Arista Viking and also like you just paved your own way. Like you mm-hmm. didn't just step in and, and continue this great boat building, you know, manufacturer, but you also created a whole new line. Like that's something I can't wait to dive into. So stay tuned for that. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I don't want to throw out too many spoilers, you know what I mean? But yeah. you know, find your podcast, listen to your podcast, please. Um, listen, I'll be honest with you. I, you're the first person that I have brought onto this show where I've told people, Go listen to this podcast. <laughs> I appreciate that. Like, I don't that. think we've done that. Have we promoted like another podcast on the show? I don't think we have. Um, think about it. I don't think we really have. Now that I think, I we've, think we've promoted other TV shows like Unfathomed. We have, you know, George Gods is a very good friend of the family and mm-hmm. very good friend of the show. George Pavaromo's show, obviously. Uh, we promoted his show. I mean, yeah. there have been other television shows, but I don't think we've ever really promoted another podcast. And I want that to speak to the audience and just let them know that this is something I believe in what you're doing. You I know, appreciate so, that so, yeah, so much. Want, please go watch it. Um, if you're watching this show and you're in the market to purchase Viking, please get in touch with Lexi. Yes, a Viking, right? a princess. It, it can be new, used, or princess, anything. Or, yeah, I didn't yeah. know about the princess thing before yeah. I brought you on here, so I learned something new today. It's awesome. Yeah. Right? And, um, and yeah. Is there anything you want to tell the Connected by Water audience before we sign off? I feel like your following already has an appreciation for the water, but um, like I said, um, book the trip. Mm-hmm. Book Go. the trip. Just book the trip. I know that we've all had a different uh, past year here. So when you get the opportunity, um, research those destinations and go. And right now, everyone is getting into boating. If they haven't already been in or moving up, our business is booming. It is a good time. So I would love your listeners to know that it is a good time. we just had our last two months were a record for our company. 
And we thought last year was a record. And then it just keeps every month. We did, um, I believe, um, 110 million in the last two months. So um, now's a good time. And, good and, time. and snatch up the good ones, you know, find the, you know, the clean boats and, and do it and go spend time with your family on the water. Yeah. And check out that 54. Yes. It's going to be at Palm Beach Boat Show. Yeah. So Palm Beach Boat Show is the 25th or the 28th of March and HMI's display will be, if you go to like ER Bradley's, cause that's the best way to tell people mm-hmm. we're pretty close there, right in front. So we will tell people because this airs on Friday okay. to go now. Yes. To go tonight yeah. and go tomorrow. A couple more days. Right. To go tonight and go tomorrow and go to the boat show then and, uh, and check it out and go check out HMI and go see them. Um, Are you coming? I'm going to go. No, oh, yeah, we're going. You got to have like the full Harris group because Harris always comes in, rolls deep, got 12. I'm like in the middle yeah, of work. Yeah, he does the and he's like, thing. And, like, he's the like, whole, let me get you yeah. a drink. And I'm like, I'm working. Yeah. When, listen, <laughs> I love when they, listen, they always when Harris just goes to a boat day. show. When the Harris goes to a boat show, it is, it is. It comes in hot. It's an experience. Yeah. It comes when in I, hot. I, I went to the Fort Lauderdale with, with Harris for the first time I went to a boat show with Harris. I was just like, <laughs> wow. So this is going to the boat show. Yes. So, yeah, he it's does not it right. like, you know, it's not like you're walking around and going to booths and you're like, Hey, you know, talking to people. It's like, you're just, Oh, it, you're going, yeah. You better have your walking shoes on. Yeah. 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 We do always with Harris. We go into the Viking product together, you know, and yeah, we drink talk about what's new. Too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. bring your Papa's pillar with, right. with him. Bring, bring a own, flask. Bring your own bottle. So, all right. Um, thank you so much for coming in today. I'm so happy to be here and I can't wait till you go. Oh, I had a blast. I can't wait till you come and talk to us. Let me know when. Yes. Whenever, whenever you you got me, whenever. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, no, thanks for coming in today. I had a ball with you today. Really? It's been quite, quite a pleasant afternoon for me. I mean, listen, we've been, I mean, we just opened up the store. We're, We're a week old on the store. Everything that led up to that was just like extremely stressful and crazy. And like I said, now this has been the first week we have the store open. So I've had to be here every day with the right. store from open to close. I literally put in like weekend included. I put in like 70 hours last week. So this drink with you or a couple of drinks, whatever, like it's been, it's been <laughs> Don't ex- count these. extremely pleasant. And, you know, thank you very much. Congratulations. Uh, this place is incredible. Thank you very much. And I know how hard you've worked for it. You and your wife and your whole family. So yeah. congrats to your whole team. Thanks. Yep. Thanks. Um, all right. And uh, also, I just want to say that if you are in the market for a new truck or a new vehicle, that you should call the folks at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Oh, yes. Um, and, you know, especially if you're a boat puller, the new 2500s and new 3500s have come a long way. Those are beautiful. Yes. And, and, and they're absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. I have a Ram Rebel, which is a little bit more of a uh, muscle car mm-hmm. kind of thing. I drive a truck. Right. I'm full. And so I love, yeah, I love what they have on. They always have the best in their lot. Yep. And, and uh, Joey obviously is a member of our connected by water community. Um, he owns the surreal program. And um, so they don't even just, they don't just talk the talk. They walk the walk. Mm-hmm. And um, he is deeply embedded in this Pompano community as being um, both a philanthropist and a good owner uh, of a business and a good owner of a boat and a fishing team. And uh, we just had the surreal team on here. I loved that episode. And oh man, those guys are the best. They, those guys never really a dull are. moment. I mean, I you know when I <laughs> funny that my wife loves that whole team. Like those guys are so nice to my wife. 
right? So, oh, when you're in with a wife, you're like, you're, you're solid. Yeah. It's so, like, so it's like we were down at the Jimmy Johnson, the hard rock and they had a great tournament. Those, the surreal guys are amazing. We love them. Yeah. I'm always thing. reading them on when I'm watching live scoring or, or fishing the tournament. Yeah, there. We're one big family. So, Great um, people. I also want to say that, um, if you happen to be thirsty and you want to drink, pull up a bottle of Papa's Pilar, right? I haven't had a and rum and Coke in a while and this was so refreshing. It's good, right? It's amazing. And if I do drink rum and Coke, this is, is the drink of choice, but I'm really glad that, that I, I got back away from cheerleader beers today. You know, the, the, um, <laughs> Yeah. You guys really get a kick out of that, huh? <laughs> the best part, the best part of it, I, I like, I don't feel garbage, like garbage at yes. the end with this. It oh. really is absolutely phenomenal. And it's just a smooth rum and it's, it's just very good stuff. The best part of working about with uh, the Pilar team is the family at Papa's Pilar. They're just amazing people. I um, remember when they were not even launched yet, I was sitting in the Abacos at the pool bar um, for a tournament and I was um, working with Skip Smith mm -hmm. and it was the end of our tournament. We just had our um, awards banquet and I met somebody from, you know, their family and he was like, Hey, like this is coming out. So I'll never forget it. And he like, let me try each one. And he was so proud of it. And this was, I want to say, you know, cause I was in college. I'm going to show my age. I know that doesn't sound bad. You said mid twenties. Thank you for saying that earlier, by the way, it's like it's true. 20s. You're always in your mid twenties. So you're not oh, perfect. So, uh, I remember that. And I remember he literally made me try each one and I was like, wow. And like, I don't shoot rum straight. I'm just not that cool, I guess. But I was so impressed. And I knew that how passionate he was before. This he does even hit carry the well over ice, like extremely well, yes. by the way. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So listen, check out this is, I know today we drank the Marquesas, which you didn't want to stop drinking that because that is top of the line stuff there but the dark yes. is phenomenal but the blonde is what i switched to which i always like lightening it up with that a little bit sometimes uh, we did not crack open the sherry cask today but i have to tell you it is phenomenal do you realize that one of the unique things about papa's pilar rum is that is housed in bourbon casks no that's what gives it its distinct flavor did right? not know that yeah so the sherry cask is housed in sherry casks it's very sweet it's very good. That um, one's really good straight. Yeah. Very sure. good. Very Excited good straight. To try it. Yeah. So, um, so that, that is a unique thing about that rum. So, um, I want to say that also too, if um, you're on the water and, um, you're without an EPIRB, please don't be mm -hmm. ever in your lifetime. Right? So important. And check our, our, uh, friends at, uh, ACR and, um, they, they're going to dial you in. Right. All right. That's so a no brainer. They have a lot of, um, good safety products. Um, they pounce themselves as the uh, science of survival, which is very true. We all know people that could have used that, um, that they're not with us today. We all know people that did have that, that are, and that's about the best thing I could say about that. All right. So, um, please look up ACR, um, it's the ACR text on, uh, on social media and maybe we could throw up a little thing about that. And have everybody um, check out fish for Holly tournament and, yeah. oh, uh, look forward 1, to that in January. Percent. 1000%. Thank you for bringing that Every up. Every year in January, yeah. Fish yep. for Holly tournament, look it up. You will have the best time of your life. It's such a fun tournament. Just check it out on social media. It's online. Do you want to say anything about Holly here? I mean, listen, I I know we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier and I wanted to go a little bit deeper into it, um but and we didn't get to. Um uh, and I, actually now that you bring that up, I kind of regret not bringing that up more, a little bit more. Um but yeah, 
I couldn't agree with you more. And I'm sorry, I actually didn't bring it up a little bit more earlier. Yeah, no, awesome tournament. Like, just you'll never feel a vibe. We always have our favorite tournament. That's always going to be my favorite tournament. Not only because she has a special place in my heart, but because of just the camaraderie of the tournament. People come together and just, I mean, 66 boats. We had over 250 anglers. And it's like you don't have to have like this whole team assembled. You just pay per angler. And we help people that maybe don't have a boat to go on, jump on some somebody's boat. Like no matter you have a team, you don't. You just want to jump in. You want to be there for a good cause. It's accommodating to everybody. You will have the time of your life. You will walk away inspired with the um, the charity that it you know that it contributes to. And um, I was a very very fortunate person to know Holly. She was the most incredible person you'll ever meet. Um, she was a keys girl, but it's so funny because. That girl has best friends from Isla Morada to Palm Beach to Ocean City, Maryland. Doesn't know a stranger. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Check a, out a, that a, tournament. You know, I didn't know her, but obviously it speaks volumes that if um, there is a tournament of this magnitude, you know, dedicated to her memory um, that brings the noise like this one does every year, you know, that, that speaks volumes. So, yes. Yeah that that's that's great and thank you for touching on that a little bit so what's the charity that is a beneficiary so there's two there's the holly given foundation mm -hmm. and they they give out scholarships to local girls and um also they support the upper keys domestic uh violence shelter mm -hmm. and you know that that whole organization and what's really cool is that they um give scholarships to people that stay in the keys and that find different career paths and things like that. So they've got a lot of unique ways that they look at applicants of, it's not just like they don't go specific. They look at all applicants and decide, you know, Hey, like who needs a second chance or who is really making, you know, a way in the keys. So I feel like we're keeping it in the keys community and also, cool. um, yeah, helping out. You know, like who like wants to go to Florida state, but might be influenced to go to Florida <laughs> for some weird reason. Don't support those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no even like they support some um captains that want to get their captain's license i love that oh, nice. like it's so cool so all around amazing awesome and thank you you donated one of your pieces in our silent yeah. auction you're a huge uh contributor to that and i can't thank you enough for that no thanks for yeah no of course my pleasure my pleasure are we, are we leaving any of our list out on that we got to say at the end i don't think so today Papa's Raw Bar. Papa's, Papa's Raw Bar. If, if you're hungry, you go to there Papa's go. Raw Bar. Always. They have the connected by water sushi. We <laughs> almost love that Papa's. The you best. go to Papa Migos right down here in the street, right? You get yourselves the sushi taco. There's a Takizi taco yes. on there. Right? You got to try it out. I had the sushi roll the other day that has stone crab and king crab in it. Yeah. Like, Mind-blowing. Sushi, sushi tacos and sushi rolls, and then you can't go wrong. So yes. Papa's, Papa's, Papa's all around. Right? All right. CV? What's that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah, no? yeah. yeah. Well, you I mean I designed an entire line of clothing for CV with some people may have heard about it. It's called the Deep Real Collection. <laughs> right. So go on to shop.cvboats.com and go check it out, buy a lot of clothes. Yes. Um, and um, you know, you know, they were pretty proud of that. So all right. Cool. Yeah. Good. Wanna stick around for another drink at the Plar Bar? Yes. Yeah. All right, good. So your ego is not your amigo. Always do your best and then um, just let God do the rest. Love right? it. And um, 
do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're always connected by water. Like Curie, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.